Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, indeed, boys and girls. Normally Thursday this time we do a history lesson. Uh, I'm out the rest of the week, and Mike Tuck's going to be in, but uh, tis the season. So I thought a history lesson today, as we embark on what we do annually uh, during this time of year, no, not overpay for gifts or eat food we don't really like or talk to relatives we never want to see again, but it's bowl season. College football's bowl season begins on Saturday with seven bowl games, including one here. Our good friends of the Cure Bowl uh, get set for their game. FAMU plays the Celebration Bowl up in Atlanta. So a little bit of a history uh, when it comes to bowls. And our history is going to take us way, way back and take us out west of all places. Uh, From 1890 to 1901. The Tournament of Roses Parade was held on New Year's Day in Pasadena, California. It was a way of the area to celebrate a brand new year. And there was a parade that took place and all sorts of things. Kyle, the first Rose Bowl parade included donkey races. (laughs) You didn't know that. (laughs) You learn something every week doing this thing. Bicycle races, and yes, the famous roses were part of some of the floats, not to the extent that they are today, where every float uh, is made up, uh, or or at least decorated uh, with roses. But there was no football uh, at all. The parade was for local gathering that got not much national attention, more regional. In 1901, James Wagner was elected as the president for the Tournament of Roses Association. This was the group that put on the parade and a number of other civic uh, functions. And he had an idea that he kicked around. He said, look, what do you guys think about playing a football game in conjunction with the parade? Why don't we bring in a couple of college teams and and, and play a game and originally shot down? Like, what are you talking about? We we put in a parade. This is a small community event. He goes, no, no, no. We put in a football game, and and if we invite, like, teams from out of the area, we'll, we'll get some publicity that could also promote what we do with our parade. And after a while, some people began to think, you know, not a a bad idea. Then he even convinced them, not just the game, that the Roses Association, they would pay for everything. We'll pay for the schools to come and play here, for their lodging, for their food, for their practices and everything. Well, there was an agenda, as you can imagine. Wagner had moved from New York, had never even attended a Rose Parade but won over people to get his elected position because of his bold vision, his ability of uh, getting other local businesses to get involved in this parade. And so it became, we'll play this football game in 1902 in conjunction with the parade. Stanford University won the Pacific Coast University's conference, that now known as the Pac-12. That year they had three wins, one loss, and two ties. They accepted the invitation. Well, you had a team from the state of California coming. And then the idea was, why don't we invite, according to James Wagner, this team 
from the Midwest that I hear is really good. That would be the Western Conference play in the Midwest, now known as the Big Ten. That would be Michigan. Well, the Wolverines were 11-0. And in cold, frigid Ann Arbor, the idea of going out west to play was appealing. By the way, how good was the Michigan football team? They didn't give up a point that year. Now, rules a bit different back then, but they were good. Michigan accepted, even though before the bid was made to them, there was some pushback. Other schools, like the one that Pop Warner coached, the Carlisle Indian School, or the University of Chicago, or Georgetown University, wanted to go west and play. But in the end, Michigan was the choice. couple things. What their record was, the media coverage that Michigan football was getting. Oh, by the way, did we mention that Wagner was from Michigan? And that year in 1902, there was a color theme for the parade. It happened to be blue and gold. Kind of like maize and blue for Michigan. Uh, That wasn't just an accident. Uh, By then, Wagner had also set aside 100 seats for members of the Michigan Society of Southern California. Yeah, there was an agenda going on. But Fielding Yost was the coach at Michigan. And uh, guess where he coached the year before? He was at Stanford. So there may have been a little pre-planning to put this game on. So when the committee said, yeah, let's do it, they kind of had an idea what they wanted to do. So here was this football game to be played in the warm temperature of Southern California. And Stanford came down to prepare for the game. And Michigan came out of the frozen temperatures of Ann Arbor to come out west. There was an acclimation period for the teams to get used to this weather. Michigan, in 10 football games, outscored opponents 501-0. That year, they beat Buffalo 128 to nothing. They arrived on December the 26th, began practicing. Uh, they used golf links as practice fields back then for both teams. The game will be played at Sportsman Park. Uh, the goal was to draw 5,000 people. And the teams actually had special cleats that they used for the surface to be played there. Stanford practiced twice a day, uh, whatever hard strategy to plan to beat this unbelievable Michigan football team. New Year's Day, 1902, more than 7,000 fans came to Sportsman's Field to watch Michigan play Stanford. Well, a competitive start. A scoreless first 20 minutes for Michigan. But they won 49-0. Uh, in the second half, uh, Stanford struggling to make any type of uh, uh, effort uh, on offense and defense, at times confused, didn't know what to do, didn't have the right number of players in the field, and Michigan rolled to victory. Now, back then, a forward pass was not legal. That didn't come until 1906. Each team had three downs to get five yards for first down. Three downs to get five yards. Of course, now it's four downs to get ten yards. Touchdowns and field goals were worth five points each. We know that's not the case now. The field, 110 yards which, by the way, it's a Canadian distance. Players from both sides of the ball played, meaning you were an Ironman, offense and defense. Very few substitutions uh, were used. Well, one wondered, was it popular? Uh, Would it come back? The answer was originally no. Due to the lopsided score, the Rose Bowl Association decided it's going to be hard to convince people to come back and play in this. So the following year, out went football. Guess what came in 1903, Kyle? We had ourselves the parade. No football. Chariot races. 
Oh, oh, oh. Huh? Well, chariot racing. It wouldn't be until 1916 when the idea to bring football back to be part of the Rose Parade became a thing and gave you what you now know as the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl was architected by, or, or, or the architect of the Rose Bowl was Myron Hunt, a Pasadena resident. The idea was to copy what Yale had at the famous Yale Bowl in New Haven, Connecticut. The idea was to complete not a horseshoe, but the entire structure to make it a bowl. And the fitting name was the Rose Bowl. That's how it came about. The Tournament of Roses was in place, and the Rose Parade was in place. In October of 1922, while still under construction, University of California and the USC Trojans played the first ever game at this new stadium. The Tournament of Roses Association on November 1, 1922, deemed it a new name. And on January 1, 1923, Rose Bowl Stadium hosted the first ever Rose Bowl featuring USC and Penn State. That game, of course, played January 1, 1923. We're coming up on the 101 years since we had a Rose Bowl and the official Rose Bowl game. But now... As we embark on all of these bowls this bowl season, including seven this Saturday, you know the first ever college football bowl game came about in 1902 when the idea was to bring two football teams to Southern California to complement a popular parade that gave you Stanford and Michigan that now is the granddaddy of them all, that being the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. That's today's history lesson. Back to put a wrap on the Tuesday show coming up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.